0: Welcome to Heads Up On Money, the heads up you need to make better financial choices. Hi money nerds, welcome to another episode of Heads Up On Money. Coming up today we're talking about your own personal rate of inflation. Everyone, Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. Welcome to Heads Up On Money. Now, today's topic is one that I harp on about quite a lot. Yep, it's inflation, or as I call it, the terminator of wealth, because that's what inflation is, people. It eats away at the real value of your money. And if you don't do something with your money in terms of investing it for the long term, you're going to fall foul to the terminator of wealth that is inflation so many people get distracted with things that they shouldn't be worrying about such as what should i be investing in and when should i be investing in the markets well if you strip away that stuff and just focus on a long-term diversified passively tracked equity fund that tracks markets doesn't worry about when you're coming in and out of markets just ride the momentum of markets over the long term, then none of that really matters. Many people fail to appreciate the negativity that is inflation and it happens all the time where cash savings, they say to one another, oh, I'm getting a decent return in the bank at the moment, interest rates are going up, I'm getting a good 5%, this is better than it's ever been and that might be the case for a number of years but when it comes in that battle with inflation, you always suffer, cash is never king. Okay, so today's episode is addressing inflation, but more through the lens of how it's reported in the media. And specifically, you should have your own rate of inflation. And don't be concerned and get bogged down with what you're reading about inflation in the news or the never ending worry service, as I like to call it. So before we get into the details of today's episode, Quick call out from me to say, as always, if you're getting value from the show, please like and subscribe on your platform of choice. It means so much to me to know that you're enjoying the content I'm putting out there. And of course, if there's any suggestions you'd like to raise or topics you'd like me to address in future episodes, please just reach out to me. I'm on social media at The Money Scott, or you can contact me at headsup.money. Okay let's get down into the nitty-gritty of today's episode. So let's take a step back as we often do. Inflation, what exactly is it? Well it's the forward momentum of prices over time and the general trend has been that prices will continue to rise and we see this in some periods they increase at a rapid rate i.e. inflation is very high and in other times inflation may be low and manageable and prices don't rapidly rise as much as they would otherwise. Now, in terms of when I'm recording this podcast, we're towards the latter end of 2023. And at the moment, we're in an environment where inflation is rampant and inflation is much higher than it has been for a number of years. And it's reported far more often in the media at the moment what the rate of inflation is and what this means for you and your standard of living. Now, Today's episode is to talk about how that inflation measure is reported to you and how often it should really be of immaterial consequence to you and that is because the rate of inflation that is thrown at you in the news is not your personal rate of inflation. It's not bespoke to you, it doesn't reflect your standard of living and what you typically spend your money on. So tune it out as much as you can. All you need to know when it comes to inflation is generally it is a bad thing. It can be a good thing and some inflation is required. That's why the Bank of England, the super bank in the UK, try and maintain a stable rate of inflation at 2%. Sometimes in economic cycles, inflation can get carried away and that's the case at the moment. But it's important to note that generally inflation is bad for your long-term wealth creation and that is why I harp on and on about investing in equities to outstrip inflation over the longer term and kick it in the face. Cash and leaving money in cash is not a long-term investment strategy. So the definition that an economist would give you is inflation is basically how much the costs of goods and services go up by. And in the UK, there's a couple of different measures that we've become accustomed to in terms of equating what is inflation. And these are RPI and CPI. God, they love to confuse us. So in the UK currently, inflation is measured by the Consumer Price Index or CPI. Now, it was previously measured by the Retail Price Index, or RPI, until 2011 when the government switched to the CPI measure. Now, don't get bogged down into the details here. What I'm trying to get through to you, dear bunny nerds, is in the media when typically you read a headline and it says, inflation is up by 5% it will typically be quoting the Consumer Price Index and that is the measure that the government used to track inflation and resultantly they'll alter interest rates depending upon what the CPI index shows. So what is CPI? So every month the Office for National Statistics or ONS look at what's called a basket of goods and they measure the increase or decrease in that basket of goods depending upon typical consumer spending habits and trends. So for example, in 2023, the addition of e-bikes and security cameras were included, as were frozen berries. But some things were removed from the basket of goods, such as digital cameras, spirit-based drinks, and non-chart CD albums. Now you're probably saying, Benjamin, are you making this up? But no, genuinely, this is the kind of things that go into that government basket of goods. And once they amalgamate this basket of goods, which, as I've said, reflects the trends that we are spending as the general populace, they'll look at CPI on a monthly basis and they'll review it over the 12 months preceding that. So what we mean by this is when CPI is reported in any month, for example, September, it's looking at the movement in the prices in the 12 months leading up to that September point. There will be another CPI measure released in October, which works from the October preceding it, November, November preceding it. So as a result, we start to get a CPI figure released every month. And at the moment, this is far more prevalent in the news than it ordinarily is because of the fact that inflation is incredibly high at the moment. And you probably, on a regular basis, you see headlines such as CPI down this month, So now you know this is actually what they're referring to. It's the change in the consumer price index. Now, what else do you need to know here before I start talking about why the figures that's reported in the media are pretty redundant to you? Okay, so the headlines and the heads up is that there are some differences between the CPI and RPI measure. RPI is not used at the moment to track inflation, but it's still very prevalent in the UK And this is because some of your investments, such as final salary pensions or the income you may receive from annuities, which are basically guaranteed incomes for life that you typically purchase using a pension pot, although you can purchase it with other funds, that will be linked to the RPI index. There are things like train tickets are linked to RPI, car taxes, alcohol duties, interest and student loans, they're all linked to RPI. So it's incredibly confusing that we've got this two different measures of tracking inflation. So it's no wonder that most people don't really understand the difference. So when we talk about inflation, they've no idea if we're talking about CPI, RPI, or who cares, PI. There's lots of different ways of tracking it. Now with CPI, some things that are linked to CPI beyond inflation are your state pension. We've talked about that in another episode being the triple lock guarantee. Some public sector pensions will be linked to CPI. Some benefits such as attendance allowance, job seekers allowance, they'll be linked to CPI. So there's a variety of different measures are linked to CPI and a variety of different things are linked to RPI. So all you need to know is when we're talking about inflation, at the moment we're talking CPI. What the key takeaway from this episode is you shouldn't really care too much about either of them because you'll have your very own personal rate of inflation. And this makes sense because your basket of goods is not going to be the same as the general basket of goods that the government use. What if you've never had an e-bike in your life and have no desire to purchase an e-bike? What if you still buy CDs from stores and don't subscribe to streaming services? You are not following the consumer spending patterns of the general population, and arguably the CPI figure is not reflective of anyone at all. What I've done is I've included a link to the Office for National Statistics, which is always a mouthful to get out, I've included a link to their calculator on their website which allows you to run your very own rate of inflation, your personal inflation rate and it lets you see based on your typical consumer spending habits, the products and services that you buy, it lets you see how have those prices increased. This may be greater or less than the inflation rates that are quoted in the media and it can really be surprising how much your rate differs and that's because certain things even that are closely related to one another have very different inflation patterns and the one i enjoy reading about at the moment is mineral water versus wine so you'd assume wine being a far more expensive beverage does that mean inflation is more rampant when it comes to increases in prices of wine compared with water no it doesn't so wine at the moment sitting about 4.3 percent mineral water is over 20 percent so if you are a healthy teetotal. And you don't touch wine at all. You're paying for the fact that you have opted for water instead. So you could get carried away here. It's quite fun reading about some of the examples. But the point is that when you hear about inflation in the media, just take it with a pinch of salt. This might not be your own personal rate of inflation. Now, I'm not saying that your rate of inflation is going to be minuscule compared to the national average. The variation will probably be subtle. But it just lets you see this is a general thing to take away when it comes to your personal finances is don't get bombarded with what you're hearing and reading in the media. Bad news sells newspapers. And remember, I really don't like using acronyms in financial services, but for news, it's the never-ending worry service. It's very rare in personal finance that good news is reported. So I try and tell all my clients just to tune out the news where they can especially when it comes to their personal finances so the key takeaway you've got your very own personal rate of inflation ignore CPI when it's talking about it in the media this is just a government metric that they like to use and just remember that regardless of how your personal rate of inflation is computed inflation is a danger zone for your personal finances and the savvy money nerds out there have a basic understanding of how inflation is worked out But the even savvier money nerds are those that do something about it and recognise that if they're going to preserve the long-term value of their wealth, they need to be trying to fight inflation because the terminator of wealth waits for no man or woman. And that's it folks a quick episode this week not getting into details here because it rarely benefits you and your finances in the long term now you know not to trust everything you read in the financial media so if you've enjoyed this episode please pass it on to a friend a colleague or a member of your family who might find this of interest inflation and the cost of living crisis in the uk is really big news at the moment and it's affecting everyone's well-being Send this on to them or at least educate them yourself about inflation and tell them not to become too distracted by it. Yes, it's consequential in the short term, but in finances, looking at the long term is the strategy you should be taking. Yes, we're in a high inflation environment at the moment, but things always neutralize and come down to sensible levels. So take a step back, unsubscribe from personal finance news, and pour yourself a glass of wine. Or actually water. No, better stick to tap water. Surely tap water doesn't increase with inflation, right? Ah, my head hurts. I'll see you on the next episode, folks.